Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome in, everybody. It's all pro lines, comedy football talk. That's what we do here. Uh, we've got uh, a very unusual version tonight. There, I don't know if you heard, but the Georgia Bulldogs are the best team in college football, uh, and they are playing some uh, froggy team or something on Monday night. And a uh, couple of my buddies and another one of my buddies all came to town, Jeff and Meg and Mike Stein. Uh, they flew in because we're all going to the game on Monday night, and we were just – we've had a few adult beverages, and – we decided we can't do it during the game because that's when we normally would record this and we didn't want to be late and we didn't want to do it tomorrow. So here we are. What is it? Two in the morning, East Coast time? It seems like a good time to do a podcast. <laughs> it's 11.06 here, local time in uh, in LA. Uh, Mike and I landed. We had a great time. Uh, we found each other. He was able to make his way through a bunch of the LAX chaos and find his way to a thing and find a bar that was near me. And that was thanks to Meg, by the way. Uh, and we sat and drank a couple beers and then we did the dumbest thing possible. We accidentally left the secured area. And of course we don't have tickets to leave LX. So we couldn't go back in where the beers and food are because we're idiots. And then we, found a bar that would have us for a half a second and they didn't have, it doesn't, nobody cares about any of this. We've been drinking and struggling and finding food and we, we did it and we're here and we're going to see what we hope is a coronation tomorrow. Please, for the love of God. Uh, let's do a couple of the announcements that we do, a couple of sponsors. We do a few of the jokes and we'll just jump in and we'll talk to these guys a little bit. Um, you know what we do here. This is a football comedy talk. Uh, I, I Normally, when I do this, I haven't been uh, drinking for several hours. <laughs> How many hours is it? It seems like a lot. <laughs> uh, cheers to everybody. Uh, so this is obviously our apology for do, not doing it at the regular time. But, hey, we're not late. We're early. So I think we get, we're allowed to do that, right? We're allowed to be early, not late. Um, yeah, I think we are. Uh, come come see a show come see a show of mine the comedy has never been better i want to do a quick thank you to the people of indiana 
the shows this weekend were freaky good. We sold out, pretty much sold out two shows in different places, Terre Haute and Lafayette. Um, the venues were a little weird. The sound and the lights were a little weird. And everything else was fantastic. Crazy ticket sales, nice people, minchy folks who wanted to come say hi before and after. And uh, creatively, I was fulfilled and I got a big fat check and I feel like life's all right. You know, so thank you. Indiana's Indiana's been good to me for 30 years and uh, did not fail me this week. So thank you guys for that. Um, uh kostaki.com has all the details about the upcoming gigs i'm actually coming to mahomet illinois and shelbyville indiana here in about a month and i may or may not be going to arizona to do some super bowl coverage i'm still waiting to find out some details about that uh but i got gigs in cincinnati and ann arbor and louisville and lexington Lots of cool places coming up uh, soon, and I've uh, I'm in conversations with other places as well, including West Virginia and Boise and blah. Nobody cares. Go look at the thing. You you come find me when I'm there in your town. Uh, check out Patreon. Go to Patreon and type in All Pro Lines. Uh, go to the YouTube page. Kostaki Economopolis has a YouTube page, and it's awesome. And I was kind of surprised to find out that I got like 800 subscribers. I didn't know it was that many. It seems like a big number for a guy who for 10 years posted once a year or so. Uh, but I picked it up a notch, quite a lot of notches, and I'm posting regularly now. And uh, join the the pages, all the pages and all the things. I I, nobody cares about plugs. Let's do jokes, shall we? Let's do some jokes. Where's, this, where's, the, where's the thing we the played before? The two-minute drill. Ah, Glenn's voice, finally. That's what we all wanted. Pro Bowl level football on today. By that I mean some of these guys are putting in so little effort you'd think it was the Pro Bowl. Uh-huh. Joke number one, Jeff. What's that? Pay attention. That was the joke. That was oh, the first joke. Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to be in the shop. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna react. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> You're not really on the mic yet. <laughs> this is an impossible situation. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's uh Let's dive in. One of the joys about running your own podcast is you can say whatever the fuck you want on it on the radio. That's not true. So let's do some of the jokes that, you know, maybe you can't do on the radio. That makes it fun. You have a joke? You got a joke? I can't hear you when you talk to me over that way. You're going to do a joke? Yeah, go ahead. So I'm going to steal it. Yeah, yeah. So Kostaki said he had literally 200 subscribers. 600. 600 we don't tell the number to the people okay i'm gonna say i'm gonna say you have 200 subscribers you're the only person who wants who your weight matches your subscribers and you're trying to reduce your subscribers this joke this joke makes all the strikes it was wrong mathematically (laughs) it was a bad idea to tell everybody the number But thank you for chiming in. <laughs> it's Mike Stein, everybody. Jeff Drake's here as well. We're going to introduce these two knuckleheads in just a minute. Uh, the Buccaneers moved to the postseason despite a losing record. So kind of like Kevin McCarthy. Hey, there's another joke yeah. for you, Jeff. Yeah. All right. Uh, 
The Bills Bengals game has been canceled. I can only assume some video surfaced of it making some gay jokes. You see, it was canceled, everybody. The NFL has officially declared the game no contest, but the Chiefs Raiders game this week was a contest. Is that what they would have us believe? That doesn't seem like that was a contest. The AFC championship game could be played in neutral site with no home field advantage. So kind of like a Chargers game. That could be what happens there. Fans have raised some eight plus million dollars in support of DeMar's toy drive charity, which is amazing. Less amazing. Brett Favre tried to siphon it off to build a volleyball court. That's not as good. It's interesting to me that conspiracy theories are everywhere, but they're always about bad stuff. Where's a positive conspiracy? Where's the theory that it was all a ruse to raise $8 million for charity? Where's that theory? I'm so glad we keep getting good news about tomorrow. All of America has been rooting so hard for this kid. You'd think he was playing for the Patriots playing against. Oh, Jesus. See, that's when you get the verbs wrong, you can't do comedy when you get the, you'd think he was playing against the Patriots. That's the joke. I'm so happy about two things, that DeMar Ham was making strides in his recovery and that Kayvon Thibodeau wasn't there Monday night doing snow angels next to him. Everyone's so concerned about DeMar. They shut down the House of Representatives. You see, it was a very serious. Republicans can't pick a leader. You know who's going to be available soon? Jeff fucking Saturday. He is available. Well, you say, well, he has no experience. Well, <laughs> okay. This situation has put things into perspective. It makes you think about what's really important, like the health and safety of these guys. Yeah, that's really the top priority, right? And also that Skip Bayless is a douchebag. If Skip Bayless was alive during World War II, he would have asked how bombing Pearl Harbor would affect the big Charleston dance contest. All right. Here's some jokes that we're definitely not going to do on the radio. This situation is a nightmare for the NFL. Turns out cardiac arrest is the worst arrest for the NFL, and that's a very high bar. Not even Antonio Brown has this arrest on his record. DeMar almost died, and he showed significant improvement. Nobody knows what happened to Antonio Brown, but he's definitely shown no improvement. In the old days, this would have been sudden death, but now each team has to touch the ball, and if you score, if it's that, that, yeah, do that joke on radio. Kill yourself. All right. How long till the Patriots are down big and Belichick has one of his players fake a heart attack? That's a good joke. Come on. Harsh. What do you want in comedy? <laughs> I'm not even going to do that one. <laughs> I was I was really enjoying being ballsy and edgy, and I'm like, I can't say that line. Did you see this one? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, you're saying no? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That's how we do. You gotta find a line somewhere. Even in a place where there's no one, you know, yeah, that's right. Yeah. There's no corporate, there's hey, no it's suit. Brainstorming. Yeah. You still have to go, nah, that's not a good that's idea. Indianapolis passing the NFL's offer, if needed, to hold the AFC championship game there because they, they have a volleyball tournament, which sounds a little like I can't. I have to wash my hair tonight. Like, it's true, but it's not really enough of a reason to say no to a thing. I think Indianapolis is afraid to show fans what two really good football teams look like. <laughs> Chiefs earned a bye. Eagles earned a bye. The Falcons earned a bye-bye. Andy Reid said he's, he's willing to play the NFC champ, the AFC championship game in the McDonald's parking lot. 
Well, if you look at his floorboard in his car, you can see proof that he just wants home field advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's talking about the big trick in that game, right? Chiefs Raiders. Uh, You probably saw it, right? The Raiders sent Jarrett Stidham out like he was an NFL quarterback. That was their trick. That's not a... The Broncos spent $400,000 to replace their field for one game. People in Denver appreciate good grass. You know this, Mike. Yes. All right. I don't. All right. They missed a face mask call on JPP. I guess there's not a flag for finger banging. Like if you just put the one finger in the face, there's not really a... Yeah, that make it. But all right, this is the closer, I guess. Protesters breached the Brazilian Congress. Who's working security there? The Capitol Police? The Arizona Cardinals? It was their job to keep people from... All right. That's enough of this nonsense. Let's do a little bit more music, and then we're going to introduce these characters that we know and love. Why? All right, we are here for one very specific reason. Can we back up? Can we do the unscrew thing? Let's see. Let's see how this works. All right. That's a good radio noise. The chairs. Yeah, chairs. It's good. Yeah, Yeah, they love that. They love that. All right. So the challenge that we have for those of you listening at home, we have one microphone and we have three knuckleheads. (laughs) These are two of my best friends from my whole life. Mike Stein and Jeff Drake and Meg Drake is over there supporting us and laughing and being awesome as well. Uh, these three people, as soon as Georgia won, uh, I had sort of invited them theoretically, right? Wait, yeah, won no. the semifinal game. <laughs> I uh, sort of invited you before Georgia won the prior game. Well, no, your, your invite was, right. you know, I live in LA, right? That was it. Right, right. I got, I, I did mention that the place sleeps six, Right. Technically, yes. I mentioned I live in LA. I'm just saying, and I and I think I literally just said just saying. <laughs> and you two fuckers, you three fuckers, were like, um, yeah, we're booking the flights today. <laughs> as soon as Georgia won, you book flights to LA, and I wasn't even free on Monday night at the time, and I made myself free. You, you sort of throw that out there, yeah. You don't even know what you're dealing with. I know. I did. I you knew. Don't, you don't no, no. I knew what I was dealing with. I was. <laughs> thrilled and and pleasantly surprised that you guys committed so quickly just a quick question right if grab this you're gonna get used to oh my god okay i I just was having a conversation right so if anybody was going to show up who would you have guessed you three (laughs) (laughs) there are a couple other potential yeah there was a couple of potential ones but but there's a big drop off to fourth (laughs) after you three right yeah i don't that's right. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I don't think we want to get into like who four through seven yeah, might have no, been, no, right? That's four, there's no benefit. There's no reason to do that. There's a big list. Yeah, but yeah, you three and, immediately, and then. But you know who you are, and you should show up next time. <laughs> okay. All right. That's good. Yeah. All right. So we so we booked the tickets to well, you booked the tickets to fly here, but there weren't tickets to the game yet. We're talking about the I, again. We may have we for those of you popping in, maybe missed the beginning. We're talking about the national championship game, Georgia TCU. Uh, we're very excited. All of us, 
we were all Georgia people. We've been rooting for Georgia for years and years and years. We, we, we survived break off. We survived. Losses at Vanderbilt at home. Wait, fucking Emmett Smith would beat my team and keep me from going to New Orleans on New Year's when I was 19 over and over and over again. Hey, this was cute. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're good. Now, now it's the golden era. Now, now it's the golden age. We're enjoying it. Uh, so Jeff... So Jeff here had a little line on tickets because we tickets were nine well nine hundred ish. They were they were enough that we considered why don't we just white knuckle it and sometime on Saturday at a Monday afternoon why don't we just white knuckle it see if we can get tickets which we've done before and you can probably do it but it is super stressful trying to figure out if you're gonna have tickets or not you're gonna find four who knows had a buddy. Knew another buddy. We ended up getting four tickets at face value. Worked out great. All good. It's amazing. I actually had a one of my. I was discussing this strategy of waiting to the last minute, and one of Andreas's great friends, uh, Brad, who runs the fantasy league that I'm in with those guys, he actually had this weird thing where he played chicken with the national championship game of soccer in Atlanta, with the soccer team. Uh, Atlanta United was in the final, and he. Tickets got more expensive after kickoff. No, brutal. I know. <laughs> he was guy got he totally played the chicken game and lost, and he wanted to warn us. That was his like oh. take it easy. You never know. You're not 100 percent assured that they're easy gonna go down, down, down. They sometimes don't. Uh so Jeff was able to weasel us face value tickets and four of us, and we're so happy. Weaseling is called like it's weaseling. It's weaseling. Those tickets are worth like a thousand dollars on the on the black Wait, market. <laughs> I know. Seven. I know. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. It's a crazy miracle. All right, so we're going to the game. So how? Okay. All right, I have many questions for you guys. We, can we just be organic about the yeah, whole thing? Let's do it. Well, now you two and Meg have been going to some of these high profile georgia games and i haven't been to one in a long long in fact i've never been to one even remotely close to this uh my question my I've, I have several questions for you which i should have asked you earlier but fuck it we'll do it here live um number one are there any are there any no-gos do you have any ethics about like am i not allowed to like jinx the team by saying they're going to win by 30 or anything are are you are there things that you've experienced that you definitely do or don't want to do based on having been to some of these gigantic games? You went to tell me, okay, give me give me a little bit of the background. What games have you guys been to? Sure, I'll I'll start. So, um, you know, here's here's the funny thing about this, right? Is that Notre? Let's take Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame is like the premier like everybody knows that that brand everything else like that right and when we went to Notre Dame it was sort of like um probably like everybody else right i don't like Notre Dame and we went there and i had never experienced a better um like welcoming committee yeah it was incredible yeah. right yeah. it was like nice. it was like you should see this. Don't miss this. You should make sure you, you capture this. And it was, even though like we were probably 60% of the stadium, it was an incredible, incredible welcoming committee. And that, it, to me, it changed my whole view of, of Notre Dame, 
right? And Jeff has a comment here too. So, so I would add, unquestionably, it was a first-class experience across the board. Yeah. Awesome place. I will say I don't really enjoy the weird policy around buying cold beer, which you can't do. We have to buy you have to buy warm beer and then carry it around with a cooler. Yeah, it's really, yes. Okay, so okay, as I say, it was a first class experience. Other than that super weird issue, um, it really was great. It is like no, the, thou shalt not drink cold beer. Yes, that's the rule.
So thanks for we've been on for a while. So thanks for taking my awesome Notre Dame experiencing yeah, and, and just really diminishing it. Yeah, it's like too. No, I mean, no, it's like a bunch of people hate you for it. Call keeping it real. I keep it real. Do you want to hear a story about a ghost that we saw there? Yeah. Yes. Do we? <laughs> oh. Oh no! Ghost. You have to do it because you have the voice. Was it the ghost of Lou Holtz? Oh, okay, I'll set it. I'll set it up, and then you finish it, right? So, I mean, you're in Notre Dame, right? I mean, there's a certain like epic experience that you expect to have there, right? It's like it's been historically incredible for the all of time. Right. And when you sit there and you're like trying to figure out what's going to happen and what, what Notre Dame is all about, you go and you just kind of sit down and you look at campus and you're kind of trying to figure this out. And it's like, what a great spot this is. And then maybe there's a tour guide. Maybe somebody will show up. Maybe somebody will like guide you in to figure out, make sure that you capture everything that Notre Dame is all about, right? That That's what we were hoping for. And we were just kind of sitting there on a, a bench. And then this happened. So somebody walks up and it's this man who looks like he has walked out of central casting in, I don't know, 1926. Like I'm a regular newspaper man. It tells you a newspaper man. And he's got like the press. What it, it, we are all struck by how this guy looks like he's walked out of you know a 1920s movie. We ask him some questions. He says, "Well, you want to go over here and go over here and whatever." We all sort of look around at each other like oh, that's a really great idea, and we turn around to thank him, and he's gone. And I don't mean gone, gone. He's not down at the end of the, the little pathway. He hasn't like said, okay, everybody have a wonderful trip. He's gone. Like he just vanished. And we, we will assume because we have no other evidence to the contrary, that he is a ghost from 1928. That was a newspaper man. I tells you. And, <laughs> and that's it. And he just, it, you know, he was our guardian angel for that moment. Like that was amazing, and it really, yeah, it's it's what you expect out of Notre Dame. He was a ghost of of football past. It's nice. Oh, yes. yes, he nice. was a ghost of football past. <laughs> That's, That's nice. Exactly. Yes. That's nice. All right, so let me put you guys to the test a little bit because I've I have been sometimes criticized in the text thread about me being a little too stat oriented or like oh it's at this point they're 83 percent to win you guys are like don't jinx am i allowed to think that georgia is gonna fucking roll and and crush this game or and we're not supposed to say that out loud when and and that's one question the other question is what do you really think if i really pressed you on it what do you really think is going to happen jeff okay you can say whatever you want about what you think is going to happen yeah I can say as a Georgia fan, there's no reason why we shouldn't roll them and win by 40. Realistically, however, um, I, I'm, I'm thinking Georgia probably wins 42-34 and we're all sweating balls at the end. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think will happen. I think they're going to score. Um, yeah, I think they're going to score <laughs> a lot. of. I think it's going to look like both the semifinal games looked. Yeah. I think they're both going to be nail biters and some fluky shit's probably going to happen. Now, if Georgia does everything Georgia should do and can do, we should win by the 13 points that Vegas thinks. 
but you never know, right? It's going to be weird. I think it's going to be a nail biter. And yeah, I think that's why. What do you think, Mike? Yeah. So I, I think we're lucky. And the reason why I think we're lucky is because originally when the, when the um, four teams were placed that we got Ohio state and Michigan got TCU, I was like, fuck, why did we get Ohio state and Michigan get TCU? Right. And, and I kind of thought that we got unlucky at the drawings of that. Right. And then as it turns out, when TCU kind of played fast, aggressive, mean, you know, like they, they're legit. They are, they belong. They actually are. I think they were the, one of the four best teams. And I think they belong in the finals right now. Yeah. I, I think they're nasty. And, and honestly, I think it's a, it's, it's to our benefit that they played Michigan first because Michigan underestimated them. And now we don't do that right now. We understand that this is a real team. They belong. They're here. And I think because of that, we're ready for it. And I think as long as we're ready for it, just like we were against a lot of these other teams we've played all year, I think we're going to be fine. I think we're going to win, but I think it's lucky because of the draw. Okay. Yeah, we'll well, see. I will also say one. No, go ahead. One thing that we learned from Michigan, maybe less pick sixes would be good. <laughs> <laughs> and also maybe when you have the ball right. inside the one yeah. score, score <laughs> it, Preferably both times. Yeah. Wait, at, least at least a one. field goal. No right. shit, right? Goodness gracious. Right. All right. Now, but in your guts, though, you think George is a giant favorite, right? You're, you're just hesitant mm. to say that because I think 13 points is about right. I think they should win. 13 points is a crazy big number. No, is it? I don't know. I think Georgia should win. It's they a- should win. Yeah. All right. I said on stage the other night, Georgia by 30. I'm going to amend that down to Georgia by 20 plus. That was a bold statement. I know. I know. I'm telling you this. I'm just going to say it here so it's recorded. TCU is outclassed. They They were ranked number seven in the Big 12 before the season, and it paid 200 to one for them to even make the college football playoff. They have overachieved and overachieved and overachieved, and eventually a very well-stocked dynasty in the making is going to smash them into bits. And I think that's going to happen tomorrow. I I really honestly do. They have got a better, they've got a better quarterback and the quarterback is their best thing. And we, our quarterback is better and their quarterback is their best thing. They have a fantastic wide receiver. They have a incredible ethic of scrappiness and we're going to fight to the very end. And they get all the kudos and credit for that. But in the end, when you're against the best recruiting class, top three recruiting class for the last two or three, four or five years, you can't, they're not going to hold up. They're going to be destroyed. So much more talent. And as long as there's not some fluky thing with the pick six fest and the, <laughs> and the kickoff return and a, and a strip sack, and a, as long as there's not an unusual, crazy thing, which is totally possible, which, absolutely which is actually totally 100% possible, I think Georgia wins going away and it's not close. That's my prediction. So I didn't, I didn't buy a plane ticket out here and a, uh, you know, ticket to go see the game to watch them lose. No, right. 
So I'm expecting right, what yeah. you said, right? right, right. But I'm a nervous. That's all I'm saying. No, I hear you. But that was close last year. You would have gone last year. Yeah. <laughs> right. My dad turned 80. But I'm but okay, let me press you on this because both of you guys like I would be way more scared of playing Alabama tomorrow than TCU. Well, how can you think TCU is a better opponent? I'll tell you why. Tell me. Because I think with respect to how um, how uh, Alabama, how amazing Alabama has been since Nick Saban got there, which he has by the way. He is the model. It's what we all want to be. Kirby Smart is not there. Georgia is not there. Maybe in years, you know, we will be there. Yeah. Maybe, well, we'll see, right? Never happened before. Two back to However, back. this year, this year, Alabama is not that good. I understand that they lost two games on the last play. Uh, they could have, should have lost to Texas too, yeah. right? They're not, they could be, they could have lost four games or zero. Right. And the games you lose do count. I, I think... I think TCU would have given them a game, especially if Alabama overlooked them. Um, I think um, I think their quarterback tends to loaf a little bit when he thinks it's going well and turns it on. And when he turns it on, he's amazing. But until he turns it on, he kind of loafs around a little bit, and it's a problem. Um, and they get behind, and then they need a lot of luck to win. It's the Alabama entitlement, yeah. right? And I'm not trying to piss off a bunch of – Alabama fans, right? We're okay with that here. Right. But the reality is there is a certain amount of like, we're Alabama, so we deserve it. And, and you know what? I worked, Georgia has sort of climbed up this hill. And I think if, and I'm not promising anything, but if we win tomorrow, I think Alabama is now chasing up that hill. And I think it's going to be a little bit of, I, I think it becomes Alabama jealousy at that point. Okay. All right. Let's shift gears because uh, for a lot of that conversation, yeah, no, it's no. going to seem super dated after the game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> All right. What's the best way to tailgate? You guys have done so many of these kind of things. The game is at 430 kickoff Pacific time. It's probably going to rain all day. What are we going to do? What do we do? What's you want to peak? You want to peak the the fun and the festivities and the joy at halftime? Is that what you're aiming? How do you how do you prepare? You've done so many more of these than I have. In the old days, we used to all do this together, and we would we would get up very early on Saturday. But the games were at one p.m. This game's a little later. We don't have to get up early. In fact, we should sleep in and enjoy our lives, and then go bananas. But when should we start? How do you how do you all right. All right. I think. I think you. I think you peak when you're when you're walking into the stadium. But I say that based on my experience at SEC stadiums where you cannot drink in the game. Yeah. Right. So I'm sort of thinking of this as I go. But I do think you peak right when you as you're walking in, I think I like this and then you have one a more, one more thirty dollar beer. Uh, right. And then because here's the thing: if we win this thing, I want to remember and savor all of it yeah. right i want to peak during all of the stuff when we're getting rained on by the way they're seeing two inches of rain it's going to be pouring i do want to enjoy all of that but i want to remember all the parts of the game too i don't want to be a mess during the and then forget and not know what's going on but right. we but we also are going to be rained on by black and red confetti <laughs> all night long. 
I will also say the one time that I got crazy fall down, stupid drunk at a Rams game I went to years ago, uh, I peaked walking in and it was perfect. Yeah. Now that you say that. And then, and actually my wife at the time and my friend at the time were both worried about me. They're like, pace yourself. I'm like, no. And I'm drinking wine out of my crotch that I smuggled in and I was hammered out of my mind. And I was perfect. I like it's just slowly fell from there, but I was enjoying. I was so into the game, and I remembered everything. So I think I could. Like, we could do that, right. right? I got a so so. My analogy was Rose Bowl, Rose right? Bowl. We we sort of like tapered ourselves. We didn't go too crazy. We just kind of had beer, 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 right over the course of time, and then by the time we walked in you were allowed to buy beers inside the stadium. Right. And so we bought, I think we only bought two or three beers, not a lot over the course of an entire game. Right. And by the time that game went into overtime and double overtime, I mean, we were just like, we were, I thought we were like, like buzz wise. I don't know. It was magic. Right. It was peaking buzz, peaking game, Everything was like, everything came together so perfectly. I would not change it for a million dollars. A million dollars seems like a lot. Well, okay. $10? $40. I wouldn't change it for $40. <laughs> and then Paul, Paul Poundstone was our driver. Yeah. And Paul was our driver. All right. We've done 40 minutes, one minutes of this magic, which is way more than I thought we would get to. <laughs> All right. Let me, all right. I'm going to put you guys at the test here. You give me uh, give me a final final score. Uh, 4232. Mike, um, I think 3521. Oh, that's a big win. That's a bigger win than you picked. Yeah. That means I got to go bigger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 37 to 14. How about that? What do you think we of can that? Hold them to two touchdowns. Yes, I do. I think I don't think they're that All good. Right. I hope you're right. I think they're overrated. Thank you for listening. We love you guys. I know this is a weird episode. I hope it was entertaining for you. We didn't want to not do it, and we didn't want to be late. So what we did, we came early, and we got drunk. That's how we do. Go dogs. We love you guys. Go to Patreon. Go to Cameo. Go to Kostaki.com. Check out the thing. Do the stuff with the – well, I'll, I'll do more prep and more regular segments next week. Let's play the music. Keep going, Mike. Don't stop. Hold on. By the way, I did not touch it. Somebody else touched it, but yes. Oh, God. What about now? But the music sounds good. Okay, we love you guys. We'll see you.